I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening and welcome to the show. This week we'll be talking Manchester City's meltdown, Liverpool reserves, Chris Smalling's monumental stupidity and Aston Villa's toothless forward line. Now Manuel Pellegrini's tenure at Manchester City looks very shaky after another defeat in the Champions League and there are even rumours that the owners are lining up possible replacements. Being in the know here at BT Sport we're hearing Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp and of course Tony Pulis who must by law be in the frame for any football-related appointment. <laughs> After playing half a reserve team against Real Madrid in the Champions League, Liverpool have been accused of not wanting to compete in a competition they competed so hard to get into in the first place. <laughs> sort of the point. It's a bit like queuing for three hours to get into a hot new restaurant and then telling the matron that you're not feeling peckish. <laughs> After his ridiculous sending off in the Manchester derby, Chris Smalling has been mocked on Twitter by Virgin Trains. Although this might not be the best week for Virgin to mock anyone about transportation. <laughs> Smalling was sent off, don't ooh. Smalling was, yeah, you take that, the man. Smalling was sent off after two daft yellow cards. The second one for an uncontrolled lunge to stop James Milner from having a shot. Of course, anyone who was even vaguely aware of James Milner would know that the safest option in that situation would be to let him shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aston Villa, 50 England caps, ladies and gentlemen. Aston Villa had to cancel their October Goal of the Month competition after they failed to score a single goal. <laughs> the other suggestions of near miss of the month, pass of the month and defensive block of the month <laughs> did not attract the positive feedback they were hoping for. I'm Ian Stone and this is The Football Zone. <laughs> yes, yes, welcome back. Welcome back. For another hour of football-related fun and games, we're joined by the comedian Ian Moore and the best captain he ever had, Jason Bentz. Yay! All right. Uh, Ian, we'll start with you. Welcome yeah, back. Thank Welcome you very back. much. Made the trip from France. We've yeah. said you live in France. Never buy any duty-free? You ever bring, bring back anything from no me? No such thing as duty-free anymore. I've got some cheese. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Any, uh, well, that's so nice. Yeah, it stinks. It's sort of stinking out of the dressing room at oh, the moment. That's why we had to come in here. here. That's why we had to come in here. Jason Bent, England, the best captain England ever had. Uh, where are you playing at the moment? Um, I'm between clubs at the moment here. Um, <laughs> I want to reassure any clubs out there that are thinking of signing me. I've supported them ever since I was a lad. Um, <laughs> and it'll be an honour to pull on whatever colour shirt they wear. 
<laughs> now, now, before that of the show, I ask the questions, the guests give me their answers, and depending on the level of amusement, I give out points. It's not big and it's not clever, but it does get things over quickly so we can get back to the pub. First up, you know the fact you didn't laugh at that, you just went, yeah, that looks like it. Um, first up, our weekly dose of club in crisis. This week, it's the turn of Manchester City. After their defeat to the mighty CSK in Moscow, Manuel Pellegrini looked like the most hapless Manuel on our TV screen since 40 Towers. Jason, it's surely it's a matter of time for Manuel. I think he's under a lot of unfair pressure. Um, if you look at Manchester City, they've only spent a billion quid. Um, <laughs> Nothing in today's terms, is it, really? You can't expect to win anything with that. Um, <laughs> UEFA are starting to put tremendous pressure on them, um, stopping them spending money. I know a lot of the lads at Man City, um, a lot of them are on less than 150 grand a week. You can't expect them <laughs> to perform, yeah. You can't yeah, expect them to be motivated for that amount of money. No, it's um, difficult, isn't it? If we were getting point. less than 150 grand a week for this show, are we you could. getting less than that, then? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, okay. sorry, that's. Uh, my, things around. my agent's better than yours, clearly. <laughs> it uh, does look that way. I, are Man City in crisis? God, I hope so. In I really hope so. Because they're a much more fun club when they are. For years they were in crisis and everybody kind of liked them. And now they've got loads of money, people just go, yeah, you know. And, yes. and, the, and the people's attitude to Man City is similar to the players' attitude on the pitch. Nobody really cares. Well, there were 45,000 people in the stadium having a moan the other day. Well, there were, it's still a half-empty stadium for a European tie. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Not even Manchester City fans are turning up to moan. They're staying at home to moan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is a bit... I mean, CSK in Moscow, they are one of the powerhouses of, uh, of European football. <laughs> yeah. I've no idea about football, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just get paid. Um, You've got to look at it from the player's perspective. Yaya Tori's out there. Yes, he's going to get himself sent off. He's fuming. He was only given one birthday cake. Yes. Um, yes. No balloons, uh, none of them party poppers, none of them things that roll out and make a sound. It's disgusting the way he's been treated. <laughs> it is disgusting. Do you think right. it all started with the cake? Do you think... I feel it did probably start uh, with I, the cake. No, I think it's Pellegrini's fault. That with Mancini, they had a manager who was such a disciplinarian, all the players were like, oh, I'm not playing for him, he, he, he shouts at me. And now they've got Pellegrini, who's just like, I don't know, some kind of wet Mary Poppins, really and not giving them any kind of discipline at all. And now they're just wandering it. around like truculent teenagers who've been asked to tidy their room, going, I'm not kicking that ball. Wet Mary Poppins. I love the idea if he floated down to the yeah, training ground on a brolly. Through. She was quite a disciplinarian as well, she wasn't was. she? Yeah. She was. Those I've, kids I've, are very I've, good. I don't know, then. I don't right. know. Peppa right. Pig. <laughs> a wet Peppa Pig. A wet Peppa right. Pig. That's okay. what man male Pellegrini is. Uh, and and uh, a Russian player took a booking. You know this? A Russian player took a booking for someone else. That's uh, Russia all over, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> would, you, uh, would you ever take a book in for someone else? Would for you? the right amount of money, I'd do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, how could you... You're clapping the sentiment about taking things for the right amount of money. It really worries me. Uh, uh, the, the owners, the Abu Dhabi owners, now, they can't be happy. With, <laughs> essentially, they're going to go out of the Champions League, they're probably yeah. not going to win the league, they're out of the, car, uh, the Capital One Cup. It's the FA Cup. I said last week Pellegrini was close to being sacked and you mocked me for that statement. Now we're leading on the story. <laughs> I'm a you visionary are, you man. You are a visionary, <laughs> that's true. And, and are they going to get in? I mean, we talked about uh, Tony Pulis being in the frame. I do, well, he's more likely than Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp at the moment, isn't Why? he? 
Because Pep Guardiola is not going to leave Bayern, is he? He hasn't. He hasn't finished the job there. He wants to win. He wants to win the European. Uh, he wants to win the Champions League. The Champions first. League, yes. Okay. He might get him after he's done that. But... And, and and what about? Got any medals? You got any uh, any medals to show for your uh, career um, at the moment? Seldom. <laughs> seldom. Is this? Is this? Somebody said it's a low point for Manchester City. Now this is a team it's that not, played in the third it's tier. Not. They played Gillingham in a playoff. I mean, things have been worse than... than uh, that's than... what I mean, but that's when they were a fun club. Things have been a lot worse than this. But and now they've got all this money and they're struggling and people go, oh, didums. You know, so what? Don't You've got no that. sympathy I for them no, at all. I have no sympathy for Man City at all because it looks like the players don't care. Yeah. So how can you have sympathy for a team if the players themselves don't look like they want to play? Uh, and now, the fans don't turn up. And the fans don't and turn it's up. And in well. the north. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I've got to give out points for this round, and uh, because. Uh... Uh, Jason has uh, actually paid me some money under the table. I'm going to give the points <laughs> to Jason Bent, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, meanwhile. Over in Madrid, Brendan Rodgers made the astonishing tactical decision to take on the best team in Europe using only reserves, YTS trainees and a couple of fit blokes from the ticket office. <laughs> his excuse was that he needed to keep his best players back so they'd be rested for the defeat to Chelsea. <laughs> uh, the, the... Ian Rodgers, uh, uh, Ian, the... uh, Brendan Rodgers, tactical the... genius or just uh, having himself? Well, which one was the weakened side? His supposedly stronger side lost 3-0 at home to Real Madrid and his weakened side lost 1-0 away to Real Madrid. Ah. I'd say his, his better side played in Real Madrid. I see what you're saying there. That's a point. Well, you know, he's saving his, he's, he's, he's saving his second string for the Carling Cup in a couple of weeks and the people who played in, Real, in Madrid are going to play on Sunday. They are. Well, I think... Colo Torre had a great game. Colo Torre did have a great, ga great game. Funny that he should. In defence against Real that. Madrid, yeah, which is unusual. Uh, uh, Liverpool. Uh, now, Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers is under pressure. I think everyone's under pressure in modern football. I think you look at Liverpool. They this season lacked that little bit of bite up front. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it took you. You took your time over that one, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, yes, I would, I would agree. But what, why, what's the point of taking all the first team? He was talking about resting half the first team, but he flew them out. Have you been out for the night out in Madrid? It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> um, them lads would have been ecstatic being told they weren't in the first team. You're not playing, also, but you're going out for a night in Madrid. Air miles. Air miles as well. Yeah, they get their air miles up, don't they? Assuming they're paying for their own flights, I'm thinking. Well, I think they should be now, yeah, after that performance. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 do, I do worry about Brendan Rodgers. Well, I, in the, when I, I say think, I worry I, about I him, I don't care. I agree with what he did. I, I think it's a very brave decision to do what he did, and everybody's saying, that, you know, there's already these campaigns to get Brendan Rodgers out. He sold possibly one of the best players in the world who had to go. And so you, you can, you're not going to buy like for like, so he had to buy a number of players so he could play in a number of competitions. That's what he's done. It's going to take time to bed in, I think. With, with Balotelli, I can see what Rodgers has done there. He's tried to replace one mentally unhinged lad for another. <laughs> a like for like uh, replacement. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I see that. There's somebody's actually um, they're talking about flying the plane over Anfield <laughs> yeah. with Rogers out. It's the same plane I think they use for Man United and various other ones. People, people keep going on about how fans are being priced out of football. It's because they keep hiring planes. <laughs> <laughs> Save your money. Someone. Get a balloon. Right on a balloon. On a balloon. And just throw and it. Just fly, oh, just throw it. Someone has done very well having a plane in the northwest, haven't yeah, they? There's a whole concession. Do they, up, do they hang that's, about? That's my company. Oh, you've got a plane company. 
Oh, right, OK. Oh, well, good. So, Edward, uh, do you hang about outside the grounds, hoping for something to go wrong? Going, look, we've got a plane if you want to... Eh, uh, not me, in, but I do have people to you, do that. You have people, uh, yeah, um... yeah. Do you have any people, Ian? Do you have people? No, just people who carry cheese for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to give out the, uh, the points to that round, and for having someone who carries cheese for him, <laughs> I'm going to give the points to Mr Ian Moore. <laughs> now... Now, on a much more serious note, Arsenal blew a three-goal lead to the champions of Belgium, uh, which, as we know, is the most powerful league in the known universe. Uh, Jason, uh, Arsenal can always be relied upon to shoot themselves in the foot, although they probably miss with a shot, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure Wenger can learn from it cos he didn't see any of the goals. Um, <laughs> it's a hard one to call that. I mean, I know Chesney's quoted as saying that it was the result of stupidity. Um, I think it was more down to crap defending. <laughs> um, most defenders I know are stupid. They managed to do OK, so... This is absolutely true. I did a gig at the Emirates last night. I did a corporate gig at the Emirates and... Did they you start were... really well and then yeah. finish up rubbish? Uh, it was awful. Just awful. to fit awful. in yeah. quite nicely. But what happened was... <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get in. I had no security to get in. They wouldn't let me in the door. They kept checking my bags, asking who I was. I reckon if you put a couple of your Emirates security guards, deep-line midfield players in your team, you'd actually concede fewer goals. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't cross from the byline. No, you're not doing that, son. Let me yeah, check yeah, your boots. Yeah. Yeah, and Arsene Wenger, uh, Arsene Wenger is, of course, um, well, he, I mean, he is under pressure, and we saw him, I think there was a picture of him with his head in his head. There he is, looking as, uh, as happily as he yeah, normally looks. He looks, looks like that oh, all wow. the time, whether they win or not. I'm, I, th I think that's actually a waxwork that's been standing on the side of the pitch <laughs> for a he's, good couple of years now. I think he's worried about doing his zip-up. <laughs> he does have a problem with his zip, he? has he? a zip problem. Yeah. I have that as well, but on my trousers. <laughs> OK, things are OK at the moment. Uh, this glass desk is steaming up now, isn't it? Because <laughs> um, uh, I've often seen him, he, you know, it was a time when he was down on his haunches and he had his, face, he had his head in his hands yeah. now. I think, you know what time? it is? Arsene Wenger is from the Alsace region of France. Now, I don't know if you know about the Alsace region of France. Every time there's a war anywhere in the world, the Alsace region just capitulates. <laughs> it's it, one, one week is German, one week is French. That's historically how it's been. And it, so he's got, he's got no history of defending in his entire culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would be OK, I guess, if the Alsace region had maybe, uh, you know, managed to adopt a defence that was already yeah, there from and the buy past. one in. <laughs> you know. but, uh, but, yeah, and so, so is it crisis time at Arsenal? I mean, we're talking about the teams in the Champions League. I'm not sure. I think they're, I think they're one or two players short, um, just in every position. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, they're doing fine. Uh, now, the Anderlecht coach, Besnik Hassi, was surprised that Arsene Wenger didn't shake his hand after the game. But Wenger has snubbed, amongst others, Jose Mourinho, Martin Yole, Alan Pardew, Pep Guardiola, Jupp Heynckes and Phil Brown, <laughs> which is not the name you were expecting at that point. Uh, some say it's rude, although it may be possible that Arsene just likes a quick soak in the bath on his own before the players come in. <laughs> I thought I'd deserve more, but OK. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to ask you to laugh. I think you're under pressure for this job. I think I might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony Pulis is being lined up as a presenter. Uh, 
You've had a poor first half, but it's a game of two halves. <laughs> now, every week around this bit of the show, we like to take a break from reason comic debate and veer off into insane ramblings. And who better to do that than Keith Dover, man of the people? <laughs> Keith, what have you got for us, Keith? Well, Jose Mourinho was complaining about the uh, lack of atmosphere at Stamford Bridge. Yes, he was. And, well, is it any surprise? I mean, they've priced out ordinary working-class fans, embraced the middle classes, right, and all the pundits and all the reporters going, ooh, I don't understand it. Well, when you <laughs> embrace that kind of supporter... I've had people talking behind me, right, down at the Emirates, about the recent retrospective films of Werner Herzog at the <laughs> National <laughs> Film Institute, right? Which was a great series, by uh, the way. Yeah, right, look, I know the premise of the film fits for Aldo, right? I know that, right? <laughs> but when they start talking about intense scenes, it is an intense film scenes. He deals with operatic, large-scale scenes. That's what he deals with, right? I can text down the Arsenal, <laughs> homophobic abuse, racist abuse. I can't text pretentious middle-class tosh being talked behind me, right? It's a, yeah. bit, it's a bit upsetting, isn't it? It does get in the way. It upsets me. I mean, yeah. Jason... No, to be fair, by the way, most things upset you. They do upset yeah. me. I mean, yeah. look, Jason, cultured footballer, right? He's about to take a corner, <laughs> OK? About, about to take a corner. Suddenly he hears someone talking about the recent production of The Taming of the Shrew at the Globe, saying it wasn't true to the text. Jason's going to turn around and go, excuse me, I think it was very accessible. Well, right? he might not join in. It just might put him off a little bit. <laughs> you know. You know this... I was in a cab yesterday and it you was, were an, in a cab. It was in a, an Arsenal fan who was a taxi driver and we were talking about the atmosphere and he had one reason why there's no atmosphere in football these days yeah. and that is women. They shouldn't let them in. Oh. No! Oh. Hang on a minute. I'm, no, I'm, so... I'm, no, I'm quoting him. I'm quoting him here oh, and that's okay. he's saying no, shoot the messenger. What about yeah. you? Okay. Well, it's women? Do, no, what do you I'm think? Not, it's not women. You. It's also the fact that we're all getting older. Those who are still going, right, old school, you go down the Emirates or any football ground, it's like an old age pensioners day out. No, you're right about that, isn't it? When everyone goes stand about up the smell of urine. Yeah. Everyone goes stand up if you hate Tottenham. Well, that's what people sing and we all go, oh, sit down. Yeah, we do, don't we? I mean, we do think. Another thing with the Emirates specifically as well, like I said, I was there yesterday. I'll tell you why there's nobody shouting and making a noise at the Emirates, and that is toilet roll. I have never been anywhere with such plush toilet roll. I've got, I've got winter duvets with a smaller top rating than the Emirates. No, everybody's too happy. That's well, that's in, the, that's in the corporate section. We don't get toilet rolls down in the blocks. We don't oh, get well, that. I don't go we anywhere just else. get a bit of old cardboard. But... Jason, <laughs> what, a, what a lovely uh, thought. Uh, Jason, what do you think? The, the gentrification of uh, football has yeah. changed, hasn't it? Um, listen, I don't care. How quiet the fans are, to be honest with you, as long as they keep them ticket prices ridiculously high and they filter, <laughs> filter down into my wages, I don't mind what the atmosphere is in the grounds. I can tell you, the atmosphere's pretty special when I meet my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, we will be hearing more from Keith Dover later in the show. Uh, now, before the Manchester derby... Louis van Gaal warned the players not to lose their heads. <laughs> Clearly, Chris Smalling needs to work on his listening skills. Uh, his suspension brings the number of available defenders for them to two, and one of them is Raphael. Uh, Ian, when will the players learn? This, uh, well, certain players, specifically. Chris Smalling, you seem to always have it in your head that Chris Smalling's like this young player, but he's not. He's, he's, 20, 25. he's 25 years old. He should have learned all these skills a long time ago. 75 games for Man U, 12 caps for England. See, also, the thing is with Chris Smalling, I think the referees have to be careful here. He's not, he's not swinging out at people. He's merely trying to stay upright. 
He has, he he's has like a real sort of problem. Yeah, he's like, he's like somebody on an icy pond. He just can't stay upright. It's just a slip sliding around all over the place. It's not, it's no, there's no mal malicious bone in his body. Just gravity's an issue. There's no bones, as it turns yeah. out. Uh, you must have got a uh, book for stupid things. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, by the police off the pitch as well. Um, Did you get a ban for that as well? It's, listen, it's very hard for footballers these days. They're constantly changing the rules on um, on what's allowed and what isn't. And I know I forget sometimes that when you get one yellow card, you need just one more to get yeah. ahead. Is that right? Yeah. So, you know. yeah. Players have done stupid things, haven't they? I mean, we all know, you know, Zidane head-butted uh, someone in the World Cup final. Yeah. David Beckham got sent off in a, in a, in a World Cup game. My Jan Vertonghen joined Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, my favourite one's Keith Gillespie. He came on for Sheffield United and was sent off within ten seconds. Now, that's, that's if somebody wants to get home. That's quite impressive, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, he walked on the pitch, went like that to Steve Nunn, walked off again. My mate said to me that Solomon Kalou, he could teach his dog the offside trick quicker than he could teach Solomon Kalou. He <laughs> said it was absolutely, absolutely <laughs> the worst. Fair, the rules were changing a lot at the time. Yeah, they were. Adebayor's another player that sometimes does ridiculous things. Uh, you know, I mean, it, I mean uh, players have been known to do stupid things, as we've said. Listen, you know, in the heat of the moment, we've all been out there and done a few stupid things, you know. Looking back, obviously, regret shooting the referee in the head. Um, <laughs> That it, is a it, yellow it, card offence, well, isn't it? Well, it, it was our throwing. Um... <laughs> Sometimes you just have that, you just the red mist descends. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing about sendings off, though, is you can understand the players being sent off. The, the, the most stupid sendings off is when you send off a manager. I never really understand They're that. They're not on. It, well, a ref... Well, yeah, you're not on for a start, but the ref will go, no, I'm getting all of this from you, I'm getting all... I'm sending you off, go and sit there, you know, two metres from where you were sitting before... <laughs> Just don't send them off. Gag them. Literally put a gag over their mouth and well, just a bit watch like, them on the side. A bit like in Pulp Fiction with a billiard ball. I, don't, I haven't seen it. I mean, not. No, I'm, I'm the bring I'm, out the I'm gimp. Stuck on the Werner Herzog. <laughs> I'm going to give out the points. And, and uh, for, for mentioning the uh, Werner Herzog retrospective, I'm going to give the points to Keith Dover, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Yes, indeed. The first and only point you will ever get. Um, in his column for the Daily Telegraph, Gary Neville said the art of defending is dead. He came to that conclusion after watching Manchester United. Jason, where have all the defenders gone? Long time passing. Um, not for everyone, that guy. I'm not much of a, a backtracker myself. I don't know about defending, um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I just think it's a bit of a coincidence um, that the entire ability for any player in the world to defend has died as soon as Gary Neville's given up. Um, you know, <laughs> is the art of scouse baiting going to die soon as well? Never, never. Yeah. That will never die out. That's no. too much fun. Defending, Ian. Where, what position? Did you play football? Did yeah, centre-forward. Centre-forward? Yeah, glory you, hunter. Were you mobile? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Just asking. But no, but, but see, that's the thing. And, that's, and Jason says that, you know, he, he never defended. But that's the thing. Defending now, you're not allowed to... You can't touch a forward if you're a defender because they'll go down. And, and so, so you've got to defend further up the pitch. That's, that's, Tony Pulis said on the radio last week that the reason why people don't defend anymore is because we've taught defenders how to play with the ball. 
Oh, because defenders never used to be able to play yeah. football at all. So now they're so concentrating on their dribbling skills, they forgot how to how to hack it out to row Z. Right. So but, but in the that, but what about Moore and and Beckenbauer and Maldini and people like that? That's a nonsense. That's, those are the three. Though, those are the only three. Let's to be, be fair. fair, those are the only three. And do you think do you think defenders are more intelligent than attackers? I mean, I know you're an attacking player. I'll be honest, I didn't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary Neville. Gary Neville was, of course, uh, an outstanding defender. Uh, I think. Was he? Well, I think he. Was, well, he made the most of what he what he yes, had. Yes. Well, that's right? different, isn't it? You know, he. He, he was know, good. He was. Yeah, he was good. But know, his competition know, for right back for England was what? Uh, that's yeah. A good <laughs> there we go. Me, I believe. Yeah, um, fair enough. Right back. Right back is apparently the position where you put the worst player. Uh, it's right? what I'm told. You put the right because there. That they, makes sense. You get Glenn the, you, Johnson. It's a right-footed Glenn Johnson, Carl Walker. Yeah. We can go back in time. There's we quite can, a few of them. Yeah. Uh, right back because they're right-footed. You get more right-footed players, and they can play anywhere else. If you go, you got a right foot, and you're not very good at all. You can play at right back. Right. Whereas left back is just purely there's a, oh you got a left foot well that'll do you play over there uh, it's a slightly different thing and, but but we like a tackle don't we we like a tackle in this country do you like a tackle I don't mean in that way but do you like a <laughs> yeah um, it's legal now you go for it it Ian. is legal now it is it is Listen, yeah um, tackling's great fun um... players don't like it now anymore though do they well because they get booked every time they do it. Yeah, there's not enough physical contact. No, there's no physical contact. I mean, especially forwards these days are so skilled in the art of, of simulation that most of them are already seeking therapy before they've hit the ground. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, now... Although Gary Neville thinks the art of tackling is being lost, there's no doubt that English fans and players love a tackle, but that's only because we give the ball away so often we have to get it back. <laughs> uh, uh, just for mentioning therapy in a football sense, I'm going to give the points to Ian Moore. Yay! We've got some fans here today. Uh, now, even though Manchester United have had the worst start to a season since Big Ron, I'm not a racialist, Atkinson was in charge... <laughs> Louis van Gaal seems to have pulled off the unbelievable trick of making Manu appear much better than they actually are. Uh, Ian, when's he going to get found out, Louis van Gaal? How well, much think, worse can it get? I think he can get... He's, he's like Obi van Gaal, isn't he? He's got a Jedi yes. mind trick on everybody. That's These what are doing. not the droids no. you're looking for. We are playing really well. <laughs> but Paul Scholes has already called him out today, hasn't he? he said Paul it's not Scholes good has enough. called him out. Yeah, he said it's not good enough. He said uh, 13 points from 10 matches is not the United way. No. Well, it is. Well, it is. <laughs> Get used season. To it. it is. Do you think Louis van Gaal is underachieving? Well, it's interesting, isn't it, when you look at the stats? Um, van Gaal, 10 games, 13 points. Moyes, 10 games, 17 points. Um, I think if it carries on like this, they're going to be naming a stand after David Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, it is. It is a bit of a conjuring trick he's doing. But he isn't has he? this presence, doesn't he? He has this kind of you kind of believe him. It's partly the just that he believes himself so much. So everybody else goes, "Oh yeah, maybe they are good, but they're not." But is it, do you think he should maybe try go? To, is it, like I say the sort of magician route. Do you think he should spend, suspend himself in a box? Over Old Trafford, <laughs> like David Blaine. Actually, playing David Blaine at the back would be better than Chris Smalling anyway. Well, the defence do disappear on a regular basis, yeah, don't yeah. they? Uh, I am. I, I mean, obviously, we're enjoying Manchester United's discomfort. I mean, obviously, you're a scouser, so uh, I guess you, you're not a fan of Manchester United. I'm guessing. I go where the money goes. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
You'd even play for them. How would how would your folks feel if you scored the winning goal for Man United and you kissed the badge? Do you kiss the badge? As I say, um, you kiss what's there. I'd often don't even look sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how much worse can it get for Louis van Gaal? I mean, this is the well, question. I'll tell you what, if they lose to Crystal Palace... They'll play Crystal Palace this weekend. Yes, if they lose to them, then I, th I think the whole Jedi mind trick's going to fall apart. No, 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 no. I think, it's, I think they could be playing in the conference. <laughs> and I think they'll still be going, <laughs> Louis will turn it around. Do you want up again, Heckled? Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Well, it might be fun to see May and I down there. 75,000 people I don't think Falcao and Di Maria are going to stick around for the Vauxhall Conference. <laughs> That's just a feeling. I'm giving the points to Jason Bentz. <laughs> the score is currently 2-2. Now, time for a quick new game. This is Who Said That? It's pretty self-explanatory, really. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a quick round where we show you a statement. You have to guess who said that. Uh, the first one. Uh, who said, I was on the bench against Strawberry? <laughs> Somebody said that this week. Any thoughts? Who might have said, I was on the bench against Strawberry? Ian? <laughs> Victoria yes. Plum? Victoria Plum is a good guess. Keith? Uh, Vim Vendors, part of the new German cinema scene. <laughs> no, no. wrong. I'm wrong. Step back. <laughs> who said, I was on the bench against Strawberry? Do you have any idea? Um. I think this is a bit of a crap new round, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we tried it out, and we'll <laughs> see what happens. It's not going to last the season, that's for sure. Not if we have statements <laughs> like that. Uh, I'll tell you who said that. It was Eden Hazard. He said that. They actually... Chelsea played Shrewsbury, and he got them mixed up. Who said... Uh, he said, I'm on the bench against Strawberry. Because he's... I know! Because he's, he's foreign. It's hard, to, it's hard uh, to remember the smaller clubs. It um, is. The names. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Who said abroad we have more fans and more followers on social media? Who would have said that? Any thoughts? I, I don't know. I like Twitter. I'm a Twitter fan. You're a Twitter fan? Um, you get more direct... Um, the, the fans get more direct access to the players. It can... You know, get the abuse right to their phones. <laughs> um, and it's a great way Lord. of meeting women. I've heard that. I've heard that. Anyone, anyone, any thoughts? Oh, I'll tell you who it was. It was Louis van Gaal. Oh, he was saying... I was going to say that. Oh, well, too late. Uh, <laughs> I'm not giving out points for that now. It's a great story. Louis van Gaal, by the way. Sorry, Louis, I should explain. Louis van Gaal was saying they're a bigger team than Manchester City. Now, uh, here's a great story. St Albans striker John Frendo missed their FA Cup first-round defeat to Concord Rangers because he had a ticket for El Clasico. Uh, Ian... Have you ever missed one of your gigs to go and watch someone funnier? <laughs> yeah, quite often I could do that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not happy with the way that's phrased, frankly. Um, John Friendo, that's a great name. Great do you name. know his name's actually just Friend, but he plays in the lower leagues of football, so it's Friendo! Friendo, Friendo. over here. Of course he um, is. Did he actually have a ticket to go there, or did he just sit in a pub down the road and watch it? Because I think that would be a better story. Uh, no, I think the actual story is the Hearts... He went to Madrid. The Hearts advertiser, I believe, the local paper, the basically uh, outed him right. uh, and said he is in. He should be playing in the FA Cup for St Albans, who lost 1-0, incidentally, and, uh, yeah, but come on, and he went St. to El Clasico. St Albans City versus Concord Rangers. Even if you're playing it, you'd rather go somewhere else, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no uh, offence to either of those. Yeah, clubs, yeah you upset the NFL last week, <laughs> Lower League Football this week. I look forward to the abuse from Concord Rangers later on. <laughs> Have you played in uh, the Lower Leagues? You ever played in the Lower Leagues? Um, no. Um... <laughs> Do you know, I'm not surprised, actually. You're a class act. 
Thank, thank you, Ian. Um, That's all I, right. I think this... What is this lad? A friendo? What's his name? John, John Friendo. John Friendo. I mean, what he, he, he didn't turn up. He went to watch a game, did he? No, he's got no respect for the, for the fans. No respect for the club. He's just thinking about himself. For me, he's got the mentality to play in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he has. Uh, um, I mean, we've all... I mean, it wasn't like he threw a sickie or anything, I, I, you know, but he, he, he was, was basically... He, he had a better offer, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, I took, the kids, I took the kids to Glastonbury one year for the festival. I had to phone the school from the field. <laughs> so they're not, they're not doing very well. If the headteacher was watching, I'm sorry, but it was you two that year. It was great. Yeah, um, but fair enough, your kids weren't teaching at the school, were they? I mean, he was, he was actually supposed to be actively involved, wasn't he? He was a centre-forward, so. yes. Yeah. He was a centre-forward, well, and they lost 1-0. Yeah. John Friendo also said that he was looking forward to making a positive contribution to their forthcoming League Senior Cup and FA Trophy fixtures. Except on March the 15th when he's got tickets for the Lion King. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the points <laughs> for that round to Jason Bent, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, here's a, here's a story. A student football club, the Rutherford Raiders, were banned from playing in their inter-college football league for procuring a sponsorship deal from what was called an adult special interest tube site. <laughs> Yes, now, for the uninitiated, this has nothing to do with the Northern Line. Uh, is this wholly inappropriate, Jason, or business acumen from our leaders of the future? I think sponsorship's an interesting one. Um, I feel like I could talk about this for hours, cos this morning I took my vitabiotics. Um, <laughs> and I've got loads of energy, I've got strong hair, strong nails. <laughs> and also today I had a shave, which I think is closer and smoother than ever before. Um, <laughs> Thanks to Gillette's unique five-blade system. <laughs> and after this programme, I'll I'm be so having cool. um, <laughs> one of Jason Bent's cheese corners. Go on, take a corner. Um, I think uh, sponsorship is, uh, is important in the modern game. They were just showing a bit of initiative, no, weren't they? why not? I don't think there are enough professional footballers um, sponsoring dairy products. No, I don't like... You don't like seeing, say, Joe Hart with the shampoo. That, that worries me a no, little bit. that's silly. To me, porn is almost, is all, is almost a lightened uh, industry compared to the way Blackburn went. When, when Venkis bought Blackburn... They um, did. Venkis are a well-known chicken manufacturer <laughs> in India... And they, uh, they did an advert for We've got the, the advert. Indian... We've got it. We've got the advert. Oh, let's have a look at the advert. This is the Venkis advert for chicken. Let out. Chicken. Look at those Blackburn players. The taste the English Premier League team. Blackburn Rovers to India. Blackburn Rovers. Proudly owned by Venkis. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? I think David Dunn has got a future in the Royal Shakespeare Company with acting like that. Just what, the, you've the, taken my chicken? The, there has never been a lower ebb for professional football in the Northwest than that. That is, that, it just makes me unwell. I like, I like football, I like chicken. I don't want to see you the You don't mix. like them together? I don't want to mix no, them. No, no. I think footballers, you know, we need the money. Um, <laughs> and, listen, if... There's if, a pattern if, developing if, here. You know, <laughs> if you're embarrassed by that, I've just signed a five-year sponsorship deal with Tesco's to advertise their horse meat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? I mean, as I've said, there have been a number of what you might call inappropriate shirt sponsors. The first ever shirt sponsor was an Italian band called Poo. This <laughs> is true. Uh, the Danish national team was sponsored by Dong. And Spanish team Hatafi was sponsored by Burger King. Because nothing says athlete quite like a fast-food burger joint. <laughs> uh, 
The score is three each. Now, Aston Villa were forced to cancel their October Goal of the Month competition to be held on their website due to the fact they hadn't actually scored any goals in October. Uh, <laughs> Ian, it's funny for everyone except Villa supporters. Is this barren spell all to do with Roy Keane shaving his beard, do you think? No, I tell you, it's, it's all to do with Roy Keane, but not to do with shaving his beard. All oh, right. It's too... It, I, I heard about this the other day. He's spending so much time on the road pushing his book that he's, he's not on the training ground anymore. He's in literary salons wearing smoking jackets and discussing <laughs> Proust. <laughs> which possibly, is a strange image. Which is a really odd thing to think about. Uh, Villa can't score goals. Now, you are, you're a striker, right? You're a I striker. think so, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 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 I feel I should ask. Uh, uh, now, have you had a barren spell? Yeah, of course, have you? Yeah. Um, every, every player does, every club does. I think the important thing is you stay focused. Yeah, and they stick to what they're doing. I've, I've no doubt this bad run's going to end soon. With the likes of Richard Dunn in the side, I think it's only a matter of time before they're scoring a load of own goals. <laughs> he has got the record uh, for own goals. It's nine hours. They went nine hours. Yeah. You can get to India in nine hours. <laughs> You're not going to score many goals on the flight either. No. Be with I'm not. But I'm just saying it. Uh... But the thing is, that I think they're all kind of going. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be fine. Benteki's coming back. <laughs> we'll be yeah. all right. Yeah. And then he gets sent off. So After that... half an hour. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't help. And environment. I thought Villa looked all right to start with, but Spurs. You know, Spurs have this habit of just coming back at times, don't they? Especially against rubbish teams. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's true that Tottenham, Tottenham are not uh, not really producing much themselves either at the moment. They, uh, uh, I mean, who do you support? Do you, do you have a team that you support, by the way? Um, I'm Side. not prepared to commit to that, to be honest. <laughs> um, that's up for grabs on eBay. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, but would it be? It wouldn't be Tottenham, would it? It wouldn't. It's unlikely to be. Uh, it would probably be Liverpool or Everton. I mean, I'm guessing you. I'm not prepared to commit to that, Ian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that'll be up for grabs on eBay. That's up for grabs yeah. on eBay. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Keith, Keith, Villa, uh, Villa. They, uh, the fans do have a moan at Villa. You can't really blame them, can you? They speak like that, don't they? They're watching Peaky Blinders in the week and they're getting very upset. Keith, can I say, none of them speak like that. They do. None of them sound anything like that at all. I keep trying, don't I? It's a good effort for the Birmingham accent. I mean, it isn't easy, is it? The Vin Vendors box set. There you go. Yeah, do you know what? For those absolutely terrible Birmingham accents, I'm not giving points to anyone for that one. Uh, now, the Montrose goalkeeper, Lucas Bernstingle, played so badly... <laughs> it's just his name. ..played so badly in a game against Arbroath in the Scottish 4th Division that he fled back to Canada straight after. Uh, Jason, you must have had games where you played so badly you wanted to go back to Canada? Yeah, of course I've. Um, I know where the lad's coming from. Um, I mean, whenever the fans think I've had a really bad game, I head, head off straight away and, and sign for a different club. <laughs> <laughs> You've played for 42 clubs, haven't you, so yes, far? That's, yes, you that's have. Good um, the tension is unbearable. I know you can't wait. It's time for this. Yes, yeah, Saints and Sinners of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. I ask uh, the guys to give me their Saints and Sinners of the Week. Uh, Jason, we'll start with you. Give me a Saint or a Sinner of the Week. Um, I'm going to give myself Saint of the Week. Um, Do you know, I'm, I'm really surprised you said that, but OK. Um, I signed an improved contract, so right. um, that was good. And With myself. Jason's cheese corners? 
Um, with that as well, yeah. Um, we are the best processed cheese triangles um, that you can get out there. Um, and I'm also going to give myself sinner of the week for what I spent the money on. Um, okay, and uh, uh, Keith, oh, I, well, I wasn't going to ask. Uh, <laughs> Keith, uh, Satan Sinner of the Week. Sinner, Platini, uh, he was having a pop at Liverpool for uh, fielding a weekend uh, team. So and that makes him a saint. Well, no, because it, what he was saying, he says, oh, we're shortchanging the fans. <laughs> UEFA, shortchanging the fans. Are you taking the. Urine. I mean, this is a guy, you know, Champions League finals come round, they only dish out 7,000 tickets to the clubs that are made the final. Sorry, it's a double... It's hypocrisy. OK, and any, uh, and any uh, Saints? Saints, well, funnily enough, the Saints, Southampton, still doing it. It's amazing. You took that very literally, that I did. Question. It just flew in there. Yeah, OK, you know, Saints are Saints. They are Saints. Uh, give me a Saints in the week. I'm a Saint, I'm going to go Brendan Rodgers, because... Saints? I, yeah, I thought, why not? It's a brave decision, uh, it didn't work out, but... If he beats Chelsea on Sunday, then he'll look, he'll look pretty good out of it. That's a big thing, obviously. It's a big if. But my sinner, same as last week, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> every not Ed every Sheeran. week, Ed Sheeran. We just decide to have Ed Sheeran every week for yeah, a sinner. I think yeah, that's quite a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, I, can I give a sinner? Uh, Yaya Toure for, um, for not making enough of an effort, basically, for Manchester City. Yeah, blowing hot and cold, isn't he? Uh, yes, know, yes, he is. Who's your, who's your saint then? Uh, I, I haven't got one. <laughs> I just, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with one. All right, uh, uh, a saint, uh, Ed Sheeran. I love his music. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's a genius. Um, we're going to look forward to, uh, we're going to look forward to uh, the games coming up this weekend. Let's have a look at the games coming up this weekend. Um, uh, well, a big game on BT Sport. Liverpool against That's Chelsea, twelve forty-five. That's the one. That is a crack. Yeah. Uh, Southampton, I think an easy home win there over Leicester, wouldn't you say? Any games? Uh, are you going to watch? You're not a fan of football, are you, Jason? I'm off to Barbados on a boat. Of those fixtures, yeah. I, like I said, I, th I think the um, Liverpool-Chelsea game, but also the Man United-Palace game, and you missed off uh, the Blackburn-Brighton game. Blackburn-Brighton, that's a that massive there, match but, you know, yeah. for anyone. Well, we're only one point outside the playoffs. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go in places. Uh, Go in places. Uh, you know what? Well, I'm going to give out... Uh, it's a three-all uh, draw. That's unusual. It's a three-all draw, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Uh, my thanks to Jason Ben, Ian Moore and Keith Dover. We'll be back next week when our guests will be Dot Brown and Hardeep Singh Kohli. Watch and learn, Mot the Week. Watch and learn. <laughs> thanks for joining us. See you soon. <laughs>